Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Jamel Sanders Podcast, a division of Jamel Sanders International, where we are empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. It is Saturday, October 7, 2023, and I welcome you to another edition of the Jamel Sanders Podcast. It seems like I, I haven't been with you in a long time, but it was just a few weeks ago. My schedule has been really busy, but I'm back, and so great to be with you and to have another opportunity to share the message of empowerment with people around the world. We have really been in the midst of a very profound series, and sadly that series is almost coming to an end, but I hope that in the weeks and episodes that we've done so far that you have walked away with some wisdom and some insight and some strategies that you can put into play in your life and you can see transformation and results. So I'm excited about it. Thank you again for being with me. I want to take a moment and say hello to anybody that may be tuning in to this podcast for uh, the very first time. I thank you so much. I'm honored that you would take time out of your day and schedule to join us for the Jamel Sanders podcast. This is so much more than a show. This is a platform that we created more than a decade ago with the intention of empowering individuals to fulfill purpose and maximize their greatest potential. And through intriguing conversations, inspiring guests, intentional tools and strategies, um, impactful dialogues, legendary wisdom, we want to empower you to live your greatest life every single day. That's been our mission from inception, and that will always be the mission of this platform. So thank you for letting us serve you and do life with you today. I hope that you'll stay tuned in the days and the weeks to come. I want to say hello to those of you that listen to me on Apple Podcasts. I love you. I appreciate you, and thank you for uh, tuning in and being a part of this platform. Stay tuned because there is some exclusive content coming to Apple really soon. Hello to those of you listening to me on Stitcher. I'm so sad that Stitcher is changing their platform, but I hope that you will uh, listen on one of the other platforms to the podcast in the future. Thank you so much for being a part of the community. Hello to those of you listening to me on Google Podcasts, those of you listening to me on Spotify. I am just a huge fan of Spotify. The growth, the numbers, the countries, the data that I've seen from Spotify has just been amazing. I'm so honored that so many of you continue to tune in uh, from parts of the world you would not even believe are listening to this podcast. I'm so honored that I get to do life with you, and thank you for giving us the opportunity to serve you on a consistent basis. Hello to those of you listening on iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Audible, Luminary, and any platform that I may not have named. Thank you for the opportunity to do life with you and to empower you to live your greatest life. I would love to connect with you beyond this show. You can find out more information about me at www.jamelsanders.com. Again, that's www.jamelsanders.com. And there you'll find a plethora of empowerment resources and tools, uh, more about me and my work. Beyond this podcast, I am the founder and CEO of Jamel Sanders International LLC, a global management consulting advisory firm. I have the privilege of working with leaders in business and government 
um, all around the world, providing solutions, advising, consulting, training, developing, equipping, empowering leaders um, in all facets of the world to show up and to be the change that we really want to see. And so um, you can find out more about me, conferences, seminars, symposiums, keynote presentations, live events, and all of the different branches of the company. They're on the website. You can also sign up for my Prime newsletter right there on the homepage. You'll find a link to all of my social media platforms as well, with the exception of TikTok, which is, I believe is Fisher Jamel Sanders and Threads, which I believe is official Jamel Sanders, but all of that information is there. You can find um, products, services, programs, and so much more right on the website. And so um, I would love to connect with you beyond the show. I am active on social media, and I look forward to hearing from you in the days to come. Really quickly, let me recommend two things to you. My latest book, I've written a lot of books, so I try to do this quickly because if I went through every book, it would take up an entire show. But my 11th book is Pusher, Unlocking the Power of Prophetic Intercession. I always say this is the book that almost never got written because I was in a huge dilemma. As you know, I'm known around the world for leadership. I'm known around the world for empowerment. And so most of my material has centered around leadership and personal growth and development, um, I've written about identity. I've written about uh, personal power. I've written about honor, legacy, and impact and leadership. But I have not really written a spiritually based book. And so I was a little concerned about how this would translate with the audience. And uh, everybody said, you should just do it. And so I just wrote the book. And let me tell you, pressure has past all of my expectations. Um, and my expectations were not the greatest for this book because it's a spiritual book. Anybody that knows me knows I'm a man of faith. And so this is really a book about my faith. It's about my spiritual journey, my spiritual transformation, the lessons I've learned along the way, the experiences that have shaped me, the powerful role that prayer and reflection has played in my life, and so much more. Uh, in this book, I really delve into how do you move from a prophetic potentiality into a prophetic reality and manifestation, and you do it through a prophetic development process. And this book is really about moving your dream out of the invisible realm into the tangible realm where you can touch it, feel it, and all of that good stuff. And so if you really want to know how to move from hope to manifestation in your life, this is exactly what pressure is about and exactly what I'm living out and I've been living out for quite some time. And so the feedback from pressure has been amazing. The sales have been amazing. The impact has been amazing, and it has done some incredible things. And I'm so grateful for so many of you around the world that have supported this resource and have shared your stories of how pressure has impacted and transformed your life. You can get the book right now. Go to Amazon, Kindle, Nook, or most major book distributors have access to pressure. And finally, um, my breakthrough journal. If you know me, you know I'm a journaler. I've been journaling for a very long time, and I wanted to create a journal because 
on this podcast, I give a lot of assignments. I talk a lot about journaling. I tell you to do journaling exercises because these are some of the things that have transformed my life in such a major way. And so earlier this year, we released the Breakthrough Journal. This is a powerful tool because it's going to help you to write your vision. It's going to help you to clarify your goals. It's going to help you script your future and the possibilities of your life. And so uh, people have been reaching out and saying how they love the journal, how it's been a great accessory. I've traveled all over the country this year, and that journal has gone everywhere with me. I love it. It's a powerful tool, and I believe it's going to benefit you in a tremendous way. So if you want to get some more clarity in your life, write your goals, get to strategy down pat, or even just to have something to write and reflect on your life and the lessons. This is a great tool. So you can go to jamelsanders.com and go right on the homepage or go under my shop and you will find the Breakthrough Journal. Thank you to everybody that has supported the journal and shared with me uh, how much you have enjoyed the tool just as much as I have. So what I want to do, I want to take a very quick break and I want to jump part of this series. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Jamel Sanders Podcast, empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. All right, welcome back. So we're jumping back into our series, Whole Embracing a Life of Freedom. And I know some of us don't want to hear it, but we are fastly approaching the end of this series. And this series has been so good. I don't know if you've been able to listen to every part, but if you haven't, I would encourage you to go back from the beginning. Um, This series has been very personal, very vulnerable, very authentic, but I believe that it has helped you in a tremendous way because I've heard some feedback from individuals about um, how it has resonated with them. And so I felt like at this point in the year it was important to kind of delve into this because we're right on the cusp of finishing another year, going into a new year. People are starting to assess performance, see what they want to do better, what changes they want to make, and what better topic to talk about than freedom because that's something that all of us are endeavoring to embrace at a deeper level in our lives. And so let's just delve into this. Uh, The greatest desire of the human soul is not freedom in a moment, but freedom as a way of life. Everybody, I have not met a person yet, whether they live in the first world or the second world or the third world, I have not met a person yet that does not desire freedom in their lives. The problem is that many people experience momentary freedom. In other words, they have moments of freedom and moments of clarity, but freedom has not become a way of life for them. And I think that one of the things that has so attracted people to my work and my books and everything over the years is that this message is so different from what you're hearing from everybody else. I feel like a lot of content that we hear today is just recycled content, recycled information that everybody is saying, and they put their personal spin on it a little bit, but it's the same. And people say, we listen to you. Everything you say is so different. It seems so fresh. It seems very relevant. 
and it really speaks to us at a deep level. It's not just surface-level information, but they said there's a level of insight that you have that we just don't hear from other people. And I think that just comes from my life and my experiences and my skill and the ability to articulate my life and experiences in a way that will help people to become better in the process. I think that one of the greatest skills that we can master as human beings, I'm not even going to just say as a leader, is the ability to effectively communicate to people. A lot of people um, have great vocabularies, but they have not mastered the art of communication. Being able to speak succinctly, being able to speak in a way where your words can resonate with people at a deep level and not just at the surface. I believe that one of the ways that God has so gifted me is the ability to open the heart space of humanity and to reach into the deepest recesses of a person's heart with a message and not just giving them some inspiration and motivation, but giving them soul insights that have the ability to transform their lives and their destinies and their futures forever. I can't stay there. Uh, freedom is a desire that we all have. Our freedom is something that seems out of reach for so many people in the world. I talked to so many people and they said, Jamel, I hear you. I want freedom. I desire it. I crave it in my life. But it just seems like this very distant thing that I just can't seem to grab a hold of. And, you know, it's interesting to me because uh, you know, if freedom is something that we want, if freedom is something that we seek in our lives, why is freedom so out of the reach of so many people? And what emotional damage has been done in order to believe that freedom is so out of reach? What psychological constructs have been created that would cause a person to think that freedom is not possible for them? Those are the kinds of questions that I ask myself and that drives me in the work that I do in helping people around the world to live greater lives. Essentially, freedom is not a dream or a desire. Freedom is something that you hold the power to design for your own life. Let me say it again. Essentially, freedom is not a dream or a desire. Freedom is something that you hold the power to design for your own life. And so I think that one of the reasons that people are not experiencing the level of freedom that they really want to see in their lives is because they have not taken the time to design what a lifestyle of freedom looks like for them. And I believe that when you frame your world in generalizations, you produce a mediocre existence. Write that down. When you frame your world in generalizations, you construct a reality that is mediocre. And so you have to take one of the things that has contributed to my success is taking the time to define what freedom looks like to me, not the definition that I heard this guru say, not what I read in a book, not what I heard on a podcast or in an interview, but what does that actually look like for me? And so I want you to do me a favor. After you listen to this podcast, I want you to spend some time over the next week or so uh, to get your journal out and begin to ask yourself the critical question of what does freedom look like to me and begin to script that out, write it out, and create that narrative of what you want that to look like in your life. 
what I have come to the conclusion of is that as long as you see freedom beyond your reach, you will live restricted and you will live below your potential. So what we have to do is we have to begin to address these limiting beliefs and perceptions that have told you that freedom is out of reach for you. Uh, what events, what trauma, what conditions in your life have created this false narrative that has told you that freedom is not available to you? Or as I have often told myself and told people that I've worked with over the years, has bondage become so comfortable for you that you don't believe you have the power to break a cycle? Because one of the things that I see in the lives of so many people is that bondage has become such a comfortable and a convenient way of living that they don't even have the psychological bandwidth to see a life where they can break cycles and they can experience the freedom and the transformation that they want to see. And as long as you cannot see that, you're going to live restricted, you're going to live powerless, and you're going to absolutely live your life below your potential. What I know to be true is that freedom is not something that you have to covet or chase. Freedom is something that you get to choose and create for your life. I really want you to get that. Freedom is not something that you have to covet. Freedom is not something you have to chase. Freedom is something that you choose and you create for your life. And so I won't go back into the power of choice because we discussed that in an earlier part of this series, but what I do want to begin to delve into today is the importance of creating freedom as a lifestyle for yourself. Um, So many people are living their lives on autopilot. They're just going through life. They are not conscious. They are not aware. They are not sober. Uh, They're just rushing their way through life, and they never take the time to sit still, get quiet, and to determine what is freedom for me and what does that look like. What would a lifestyle of freedom truly look like for me? And I'm not just talking about financial freedom. I'm talking about freedom psychologically, freedom emotionally, freedom spiritually, freedom relationally, freedom um, in terms of um, your vocation and your professional life, freedom in your family, freedom in every dimension of your life. What does that look like and what would it feel like for you to embrace that as a reality? That's something that I want you to begin to think about. One of the things that I have discovered is that in life, you have many battles to fight. However, one of the most important battles you will have to fight is the battle for freedom. Now, I can talk to you about a lot of things, but one thing that I can really talk to you about is the battle for freedom in life. I can look back at my life years ago, and I know a lot of people find it very hard to believe because they see me today and they see a different version of me. Uh, but this was not always the case. And what I realized for me is that the greatest barrier, I want you to really hear this, to freedom in your male's life was psychological barriers. It's not that even a lot of the illusions that I thought were limitations or restrictions or barriers, they were not even real. They were things that I constructed in my own mind. And so as I began to understand that, I also realized that those 
barriers were not built psychologically overnight and they weren't going to be deconstructed overnight. But what I did make a decision to do is I made the decision to deconstruct those self-limiting beliefs one by one. And if you want to embrace a life of freedom, you are going to have to have the courage to take the time to deconstruct your belief systems and rebuild it again. I'm known around the world as a revolutionary leader and thinker. Uh, people come to me for my thoughts and ideas. They want to know what I think about this. They want to know what strategies or insights or tools could I give them in this particular area, and that is a great gifting in my life. But what people don't understand is that you see that revolutionary thinker today, but you don't know about that restricted thinker that years ago would have never uh, thought some of the things that I think today. I had to begin to deconstruct those thoughts and get to the root of the toxicity that was standing in the way of my transformation. So many people, they neglect the mind. They want to flourish. They want to thrive in life, but they're neglecting the mind. And they think that they can just pack more information on top of an unrenewed mind and that they're going to live this uncommon life. And it's just not a reality. I always tell people you don't need more information. What you need is the wisdom to apply the information that you have in such a way that it advances your life. It is only the application of wisdom, the application of insight that has the ability to advance your life, not more information. So there are a lot of people that get a lot of information. They read a lot of information. They digest and consume a lot of information, but their lives are not changing, and their lives are not changing because it's not in the acquisition of facts and information. It's in application. And most people fail miserably in the area of application. One of the things that has made me the person I am today is I know the power of application, not just reading and hearing information, but I know how to apply it to my life and get results, and I know how to do that for other people. And I think it's one of the things that distinguishes me because you can listen to any podcast, you can get information, but people say, when I walk away from your podcast, I feel like I have the steps and the tools that I need to make changes in my life. That's the power of application versus information. And so if you really want to um, experience breakthrough, you really want to live your life at the next level, you have to become a person that is applying this information and these wisdom insights to your life so that you can be better in the process. I can't stay there. In other words, you will lose in life as long as you are unwilling to contend for liberty. So you have to make a decision that you are going to fight for liberty in your life. A lot of people just settle. They settle for status quo. They settle for circumstances. They settle for situations. And what that sends as a signal to my brain as somebody that has done a lot of work internally it lets me know that freedom is not really important to that individual because anything that you are willing to relinquish so quickly, you don't really respect. Let me say it again. Anything that you are willing to relinquish so quickly, you don't really respect, whether that's a relationship, whether that's your personal power, whether that's a conviction or a standard, whatever that thing is, if you are willing to relinquish it so quickly and not to put up any fight or resistance, you don't really value or respect that thing in your life. And so 
A lot of people say they want freedom, they respect freedom, they value freedom, but their lives are moving in the opposite direction of freedom. So it lets me know that that's something that that person does not really value. And so uh, through this series, we've been exploring what it means to live a life of wholeness. I've been vulnerable and I have shared openly from my life and my experiences because I want to help you to live your life at the next level. And, you know, some people say to me, you know, you overshare, you share too much. And I tell them, I say, I share exactly what I need to share because I am not trying to hide things from people. I'm trying to help people so that they can live a higher life. And I feel like a lot of this curated content that we see around the world today is not real. Uh, Everything has been scripted and choreographed, and it looks great, but we're not being honest with people about the journey and the lessons and the steps that it has taken for us to get to where we are. And when we're not honest with people, they assume that certain things are easy and certain things are not easy. Certain things are difficult. Certain things are going to cost. They're going to be painful. And I feel like the more honest and transparent you are with people, the more you prepare them for the journey and the things that are going to come along the way. And so um, what we have done, we've had some uncomfortable moments and some hard-hitting truths that we have shared over the course of this series, but it needed to take place because I want you to get to a place of true wholeness and freedom in your life. I hope that through this series that you're starting to understand what freedom is and what it looks like in your life. If you ask most people, they will tell you that they don't like bondage, yet they gravitate excuse me, towards the things that keep them bound. Let me say it again. A lot of people will tell you, I don't like this. I don't know why I keep doing this. I don't know why this behavior or this pattern keeps showing up in my life, but yet they keep gravitating toward the things that they say that they don't want. And what I have always discovered is that bondage is always um, entangling and enticing. In other words, it provides us this short-term relief or gratification, but it produces this long-term shame and embarrassment in our lives. In other words, we feel good momentarily because we soothe or appease that thing, but we never get to the root of it. And so I reached a point in my life where it's like, okay, I don't just want to feel good for a few moments and to feel relieved, but I really want to get to the systemic root of this cycle or this pattern or this behavior. And as I begin to delve deeper I realize that you cannot just, you can get to a place where it's not just a sigh of relief, but you can actually get to a point in your life where you can reverse the cycle and you can experience victory and triumph at a different level. And so I believe that bondage is not what anybody wants, but I believe that we have to begin to understand how our belief systems have contributed to the creation of that bondage. Bondage only looks appealing to an unrenewed mind. Let me say it again. Bondage only looks appealing to an unrenewed mind. So when I talk to people today that are where I was 
and I hear them talk about, you know, different things in their lives, it lets me know that they still are operating on an unrenewed mind. And an unrenewed mind, let me say this, is a mind that lives adjusted to an old paradigm. And so you can tell what a person is by the actions they take, the words that are coming out of their mouths, and the thoughts, excuse me, that they are resonating with the loudest in their lives. And so I hear people all the time, they say, I want this, this, is this. I look at their actions, I say they don't want it. I look at their thoughts, and I say they don't want it because everything that they're doing is the antithesis of what they say that they want. So it lets me know that they are still operating in an unrenewed mind and living adjusted to an old paradigm. And if they don't begin to do the psychological work, the inner work, that thing will become nothing but a a hope and a wish and a prayer that is never manifested in that person's life. Um, As long as a person is broken, that person will always be attracted to dysfunction and things that have the power to destroy their life. And so a lot of people are like, Jamel, I don't know why I keep doing this. Why do I keep going back to this? There's something fundamentally broken. And I feel like we live in a culture and a society that wants us to live blind to our brokenness. They just want us to accept brokenness and dysfunction as a normality in our lives. And the reality is that it's not something that we should normalize. There are areas of our lives that we have to address. And any area that we neglect is an area that we will be defeated in. Write that down. Any area that we neglect is an area that we will be defeated in. And so I watch people go through life year after year, decade after decade, never addressing those things in their lives. And let me tell you what happens. When you neglect your soul over and over again, you reach a place that I call atomic explosion. There's a moment where you have suppressed the soul so much that everything that has been suppressed and sequestered in your life begins to come to the surface and your life begins closed from the inside because you have ignored all the warnings, all the signals, all the triggers, all the alarms, all the warnings that life tried to send you. You've ignored them. You've medicated them. You've anesthetized them. You've used all of these vices to avoid dealing with them, and now life begins to deal with you. I always tell people this, and some people get really offended by it, but it's the truth. There's a point in every person's life where either you will deal with life or life will deal with you. And what we are seeing is a reckoning around the world of people that have put on the facade of success, put on the facade of happiness, put on the facade of joy and peace. But they were miserable and broken on the inside, and they have played the part for so long, excuse me, so long that they have trained their mind to believe this is true. But one thing you cannot do is you cannot deceive your heart. Your heart knows the real story. Your soul knows the real story. And we all reach a point of a reckoning, and that reckoning moment brings all of those things to the surface, and this is where people find themselves in a full-blown crisis because they have neglected their life for so long that it begins to destroy them from the inside, and I can't stay there. That's a whole nother series for a whole nother day. The condition of your mind controls the moments of your life. So if you really want to embrace freedom, 
You really want to take your personal power back. You really want to live the life of your dreams. You got to deal with the conditioning of your mind. As a result, most people go through life sleepwalking and blind to their own bondage and captivity. There is nothing worse than self-deception. You know, one of the great philosophers said, to thy own self be true. Um, you got to be honest with yourself. Nobody knows you like you know you. Because at the end of the day, this is what I tell people, and a lot of people get really touchy when I say this. We show people what we want them to see. So we put on the best parts. We show the best facets and dimensions of ourselves, but we don't show everything. There are still hidden defects and inadequacies and broken and shattered pieces that we don't show. And so, you know, no matter how good we dress it up, we uh, put on the best outfits, the best fragrances and jewelry, there is something going on on the inside of you that you cannot afford to neglect. What starts as small and insignificant becomes an inescapable prison. And I have lived there. And I think it's one of the reasons I can identify it in people so quickly. Um, They can appear to be the most happy and fulfilled person. And I'll begin to look and I'll say, that's not the truth. And I'll really begin to see what's going on in that person's life. And sometimes I get the opportunity to explore that with them and sometimes I don't. But at the end of the day, you cannot keep neglecting your life and think that your life is going to flourish. You have to come face-to-face with yourself at some point. And if you don't get anything else out of this series, I want you to get the point that you need to deal with yourself. I feel like a lot of people in the world have what I call the super person trap or complex. They're so busy trying to fix everybody else because it gives them the ability to ignore their broken lives. That's heavy, what I just said, but it's the truth. We have people that are so busy trying to fix everybody else because it gives them the opportunity to ignore their broken lives. I made a decision years ago that I was not going to spend all my energy trying to fix everybody, help everybody, mend everybody. I was going to make sure that Jamel did not walk around broken, damaged, and dysfunctional. And I did the work. And it was not easy. It was painful. It was moments I wanted to say, I don't want to do this anymore, but I'm so grateful that I did the work because look at my life today. Not only did I make it through it, I've written about it. I'm sitting here doing a podcast talking to you about it. So on the other side of doing the work really is wholeness and a life of fulfillment. The most important question I want to ask you through this series is how much is freedom worth to you? I want you to think about that question. How much is freedom worth to you? Because a lot of people say they want freedom, but they're not willing to pay the price that needs to be paid to embrace a life of freedom. Freedom became so important to me that everything else became secondary. Um, I refuse to show up as an artificial version of myself. I refuse to live powerless and defeated and in prison psychologically, emotionally, spiritually, I made a decision that freedom was worth whatever cost needed to be paid to see transformation in my life. 
What freedom is worth to you will determine what you're willing to fight for. And a lot of people in the world today are frustrated and lacking fulfillment because they have not identified the thing that is worth fighting for to them. I can't tell you what to fight for. I can't tell you what to value. I can't tell you what to treasure. But what I can tell you is that you need to find something in your life that is worth fighting for and devote yourself to that thing so that you can see it become a reality for you. What I want you to understand is that you cannot design a life of freedom until you first decide to be free. And if freedom has no cost to you, then you will become a casualty of cycles of failure. If freedom has no cost to you, you will become a casualty of cycles of failure. And so you have to determine what is freedom worth to you and what are you willing to fight for in your life. I don't know what that thing is for you, but whatever that thing is, you need to begin to focus your energy on it so that it can become a reality. Matter of fact, we already said um, I want you to write in your journal about what does a freedom lifestyle look like. I want you to answer this question too. What am I fighting for? And don't write one or two words. I want you to write from your heart. Write whatever comes to you in that moment. What are you fighting for? Because if you don't have something to fight for, you're not going to have anything to live for. you got to find something to fight for, something that is worth getting up out of the bed every day and going after with everything in you. If you can identify that thing, you have won the majority of the battle in your life. But most people have not found that. And that's why there's such a profound sense of emptiness in the lives of so many people. Uh, People always ask me, how are you able to stay so uh, positive and encouraged and always speaking the best and pouring into other people because I know what I'm fighting for. I wake up with a very clear sense of purpose and direction every day of my life, and you got to do the same if you really want to be successful. So let's delve into this. Number one, you must define what freedom is to you. Let me say this. Freedom is different for every person. Freedom cannot be generalized because freedom must be internalized and individualized. So you can't make a general, broad-stroking statement about freedom. It is something that has to be internalized and individualized. That's why I want you to spend some time What does a freedom lifestyle look like to me? What am I fighting for? Because as you internalize that, you're going to get your individualized definition of what freedom looks like in your life. Your definition of freedom will clarify your priorities, your values, and your why in life. Your definition of freedom will clarify your priorities, your values, and your why in life. Freedom must include living free of guilt, shame, and condemnation. It must include living on your own terms and having the power to make your own choices. A lot of us are not free because we're not making our own choices. We're allowing other people to make our choices. There are people that are 60 years old that are still allowing uh, wounds and scars of the past to make choices for them. So if you... Freedom is living on your own terms and having the power to make your own decisions. And if you don't have your own decision-making power mechanism, then we already know that you're not experiencing a life of freedom. You're being controlled. 
you're a robot, you're being manipulated, other people are determining the course of your life. And if you give people the power to choose for you, you give people the power to limit you because people will always limit what is possible for your life. Why is that? They're not you. They don't have your capacity. They don't have your gift. They don't have your skills. They don't have your ability. They don't have your vision. So if you relegate that to another person, you're going to always live a restricted life because they're always going to dream very little for you. They're always going to expect very little from you because they're setting their expectations. And so there are a lot of people that are living in the prison of other people's expectations and opinions. And let me tell you, that's going to be a miserable life for you if you don't take that power back to make your own choices and to set your own terms and to determine what is possible for your own life. You are the captain of your own ship. And so you have to begin to script and determine what's possible for your own life. Freedom will require you to bury your past and marry your future. A lot of us can't be free because we live too much in our history and not enough in our destiny. There comes a point in every person's life where you got to give yourself the gift of goodbye. I want you to read my book, Honor, The Law That Governs Greatness. I talk about the gift of goodbye. A lot of you need to give yourself the gift of goodbye. There's some stuff you need to let go. Even as good as it was, let it go. Even as bad as it was, let it go. It's history. Um, it's in the past. And in order for you to move forward, you've got to bury that thing and you've got to marry your future. And you've got to stop living in yesterday at the expense of your tomorrow. Uh, freedom will require you to erase the memories of who you used to be in order to emerge as the person that you were created to be. And so um, what you cannot give language to will never manifest in your life. You've got to begin to give language to freedom, language to your future, language to who you were created and destined to be. Number two, what are you fighting for? Uh, many are frustrated in life because they lack a focus. In other words, they don't have anything to fight for. What I have discovered is that without focus, our lives will fold and your world will collapse without concentration. You need to find a focus, whether that be a goal, an objective, an intention, um, a clear life plan, excuse me, whatever that looks like for you. You need to find a focus in your life and you need to devote yourself to that thing. I believe that one of the greatest enemies to change in life is distractions and lack of focus. And so you need to have a focus. You need to have a vision. You need to have a clear intention of what it is that you're going after with your life. A person with nothing to lose struggles to find anything of significance to live for. A person with nothing to lose will struggle to find anything of significance to live for. A lot of people, because you don't know what you're fighting for, they don't have anything to live for. And so they are careless with their lives. They are casual with their lives. And if you're casual with your life, you're going to end up being a casualty of life. So you've got to live your life very conscious and with a clear sense of purpose and direction. You may not be where you want to be, but you've got to have a vision of where you're going with your life. Um, everything takes time. Everything takes effort and commitment. But you've got to have 
some type of destination of where you want to get to, or you're just going to spin your wheels and waste a lot of time and do nothing fruitful or productive with your life. Um, What we have to understand is that a sense of fulfillment in life will require you to live Uh, to have something to fight for, and no human being is exempt from crises. So you're going to encounter crises, but crises uh, will break the spirit of a person without a compelling vision or definite purpose. So the way that we thrive in the midst of crises and opposition is having a clear vision and purpose. If you don't have vision and purpose, crisis is going to crush you. It's going to destroy you and you're not going to bounce back from it. But when you live your life with a clear sense vision, you know what you're fighting for, those experiences will build in you the capacity for greatness and success. In other words, you must live for something much higher than yourself. If your life is very self-centered and self-focused, you're going to be miserable because everything is going to be about me, myself, and I. you got to live your life with a much bigger purpose than you. And then what we also have to understand is that having something to fight for means that you have founded your life on something solid that is not easily shaken. If you build your life on something shallow, then you will build a life that cannot stand. And you resist life storms through resiliency, and you counteract life's crises with courage. What you're willing to fight for will decide your future. And so you got to get crystal clear on what it is that you're going to fight for. The fight of your life is the fight for freedom. And so the most important fight, the most important battle that you will ever engage in in your life is the battle for freedom. Number three, what is freedom worth to you? Nothing changed in my life until I took the time to answer the question, what is freedom worth to me? One day I got tired of myself and tired of the life I was living. I knew I was not living authentically, and I knew I was bound. And bondage is not something that you enjoy. It's a miserable state of being because ultimately you're giving your personal power away, whether it's to a person whether it's to a circumstance or a situation, whether it's to a cycle or a behavior or a pattern, there is something controlling your life and you're not in control. And that is not a way that you want to live your life. And so um, I knew that I was ultimately having to make a decision. And uh, I wondered how in the world I was going to break free from the bondage and shackles of that captivity. But I knew also Um, that it took being honest with myself about where I was and where it is that I needed to be in my life, realizing that the lies and the false uh, security that secrets bring us uh, often prevent the freedom that we want to see. And at that point, I realized that I was willing to pay whatever cost necessary to embrace a life of freedom. Let me say that again. The the lies that we tell ourselves for the security of our secrets are the very things that keep us in bondage. You know, a lot of people are like, I, I, I got to protect this secret. I'm taking this secret to the grave. Well, you can take it to the grave, but it's going to take you through the grave throughout your life, and you're going to be miserable, and you're going to be bound, and you're going to be unhappy with your life because there is something that is controlling you, and you have to make a decision of 
is it worth it or do I really want to experience freedom in my life and do I want to get to the next level? Um, when you are willing to pay the cost for freedom, this is the point of change in your life. Out of everything I've shared, this is week four of this series. And what I really want you to get is that when you are willing to pay the price for freedom, that's the point of change in your life. As long as you keep giving yourself excuses, you are not going to experience a life of freedom. As long as you keep um, covering for yourself and telling yourself that it's okay and neglecting the work that needs to be done, you're not going to experience the freedom that you want to see in your life. But when you make the quality decision, whatever the cost that is attached to this, I want to be free. That's the point of change, and that's when your life. This is when you let go of the lies, whether they're the lies that you have told yourself or the lies that other people have told you about who you are and what's possible for your life. Never give that power away to another person. You determine how powerful your life becomes. You determine what's possible for your life. You determine your potential, not circumstances, not people, not situations. Never give that power away in your life. It's also letting go of the lid. What are the things that have restricted you? What are the things that have tried to cripple you? What are the feelings that have been created that have tried to tell you that this is as far as you can go in your life? Nobody from your family has gone any further than this. Nobody from your uh, community has ever done this. Nobody in your network has ever achieved this. It doesn't matter. Uh, because we're not looking for other people to be the standard anyway. You are writing your own script of what your life will become. And so it's letting go of the lids. It's also letting go of the limitations. So many times we focus too much on limitations. I hear so many people say, but I can't. Get the word can't out of your vocabulary. It is a prophetic constrictor. Stop focusing on what you can't do and give energy and focus to what you can do because you're capable of a lot more. And so focus on what you can do. We, we don't need to know all of your limitations. God is very aware of what you are capable of and what you're not capable of, but we focus too much on limitations. Focus on your capacity and what you are able to do. I always tell people the journey to success begins with a single step. You don't have to know the entire blueprint. You don't have to know every detail, but you do have to take a step. And so take a step in the direction of the outcome that you want to see manifest in your life. Let go of the false narratives. A lot of things in my life come from the outside world. It came from the inside. It came from the narrative that I was scripting through my own paradigm and belief system. And so there came a point where I had to say, is this really real or is this something that you have constructed psychologically? And guess what? A lot of it was not real. It was an illusion. It was something that I engineered through my own belief because of a narrative that I allowed to live in my mind. Stop letting everything live in your mind rent-free. Don't give everything mental real estate. Be very selective about what you allow to take up residence in your mind. It's very important. Let go of the fears. Fears 
are those things that would attempt to cripple our progress and momentum. Let go of your insecurities. Get secure in who you are and who you were created to be. Let go of your inhibitions, all of the things that would try to tell you uh, what you're not capable of, what you can't have, what you can't do. This is when you have to make the decision um, if you're going to preserve your secrets or if you're going to uh, prevail and preserve wholeness for your life. Is it more important for you to preserve your secrets or is it more important for you to preserve your wholeness and your power? Everything that uh, thing that you are doing to attempt to protect yourself is ultimately one of the greatest threats to your power. So a lot of times we tell ourselves we're doing this to protect our freedom and our power, but what we don't realize is that we're threatening it in the process. And when peace becomes more important than plasticity, this is where freedom begins. When living free and true to who you are takes precedent over living um, the lies that appease other people in your life, that's when you embrace freedom. So are you going to live true or are you going to live by the expectations of other people? And when what you want most becomes more valuable to you than what you have settled for, this is the point of change in your life. What is freedom worth to you? Is it worth establishing non-negotiables? Is it worth choosing yourself first and making yourself a priority? Is it worth prioritizing your peace instead of protecting others' interests? Is it worth closing old chapters and writing new ones? Is it worth embracing your future and saying goodbye to your past? Is it worth believing in yourself and pursuing the life of your dreams? Is it worth showing up unapologetically you and living absolutely authentic? Whatever that thing looks like to you, that's what I want you to begin to embrace for your life. Because at the end of the day, nobody can decide freedom for you and nobody can design a freedom lifestyle for you. And so you have a responsibility to design that lifestyle of freedom for yourself. I don't know what that looks like for you, but what would it mean to you to live your life on your own terms? What would it mean to you to live life um, with a clear sense of vision and purpose and intentionality? What would it mean to you to not live restricted by limitations and barriers? What would it mean to you to have a liberated mind that is open to the possibilities of what your life could become? What would it mean to you to have meaningful and mutually beneficial relationships? What would it mean to thrive spiritually? What would it mean to thrive economically? Whatever that freedom looks like to you, I want you to take the time to begin to define freedom as a lifestyle and to embrace it as a way of life. I believe that if you will do this, you will separate yourself from the majority of the people in the world and you will begin to experience life at a brand new level than you ever imagined was possible for yourself. I hope that through this series, you're not just getting information, but you're getting a tool that you can put into practice that will transform everything about your life. It's time for you to embrace a life of freedom. It's time for you to embrace a life of wholeness. 
it's time for you to embrace a life of significance and meaning and for you to be the person that I know you have been created and destined to be. There are some things that you need to say goodbye to so that you can say hello to your future and your destiny and everything that God has intended for your life to become. I hope that through this series that healing is coming, that awareness is coming, that insight is coming, and that you are taking this information too hard, putting it into practice, and you're becoming a better version of yourself. I really believe that the insights that I have shared with you in this series and will continue to share as we move forward are the keys to you taking your life out of neutral and living your life in overdrive. It's time to be free. You've wasted enough of your life being miserable, unhappy, filled with shame, regret, embarrassment. It's time for you to live truly on your own terms and to be the person that you were born to be. Uh, That's my prayer and intention for every person on this planet. Um, I want every person to awaken to the significance of who they are and who they were created to be. Why? Because the free you is going to serve the world in profound ways. The bound you can't really benefit the world because you're, you're projecting all of these things onto the world around you, and it's preventing your light from shining. It's preventing your true brilliance from emerging. And so you got to get free. And as you're free, you will give others the permission to break free in their own lives. Um, As I look at my own life and journey, I never thought that my experiences would be used in a way to help other people to break free and to stay free in their lives. And so a lot of times, When we're doing the work, we think we're just doing the work for us, but we're doing the work to help other people in the process. I'm so grateful that uh, people have been able to take insights and wisdom and tools that I've shared with them and improve their lives and to be better in the process. And so I really hope that you've gotten some benefit and value out of this. Um, I feel like this lesson today is really important, and you may want to listen to it more than once because we covered a lot of material, a lot of things I highlighted. I didn't really excavate it because that would have turned into about 50 more series if I excavated every point. But what I really wanted you to get is the power that you have to create a lifestyle of freedom that you cannot delegate that responsibility to another person, but you have to take that responsibility and you have to create that for your own life. And I believe that if you will do that, you're going to experience life at a level that you never imagined possible. So thank you so much for the opportunity to serve you, to do life with you today. I hope that you got something out of this. If you did, reach out to us on social media. Let us know that the method of empowerment is resonating with you, impacting your life, and helping you uh, to realize your greatest potential. I'm so honored that I get to serve you, that you're part of this community, that I get to do life with you on a consistent basis. I hope that you will stay tuned. Join me for the next episode because it's just going to get deeper as we all move toward wholeness and embracing a life of freedom in the days to come. I'll see you again real soon. Until then, stay blessed, keep walking in victory, and owning your power. 
Thanks for joining us for the Jamel Sanders Podcast. Always remember, your life has purpose. Your potential is limitless. And only you can define your legacy.